0: Hello and welcome back to another Player 2 review discussion. As always, you have to deal with my bullshit, but today I'm joined by <laughs> one half, some might say the best half, Ooh. of the House of Mario. Bryce, welcome aboard, mate. How are you?
1: Good, man. How are you? How are you? Yeah, Good really to well. see you, man.
0: Um, hopefully Drew's not watching and he doesn't crack the shits at me for that, but uh, I stand by my <laughs> comments and fight me, Drew. When, <laughs> if you've got the guts to come into my burning state that could give you COVID 15 times before you escape it. I dare that's you. very true.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Got to be really careful these days, Jesus. Exactly,
0: exactly. Mm. You guys living it up over there in South Australia, and
1: we're nice and squeaky clean oh, over yeah. here, mate. Fingers mm. crossed.
0: Hopefully that lasts until you get your vaccination rates up to where it needs to be. But that's far too mm. serious. Today, for anyone who's uh, listening on podcast services, you may not necessarily know, if you're watching the video version, it should be crystal clear at this point. We're talking about Metroid Dread. Because you, as, as, as I suggest for anyone who's not familiar with you and your work in the past The House of Mario So, mm-hmm. uh, just says a little bit about your interests and in the, the, the nature of the show We're talking Nintendo a lot So oh, I thought you'd yeah. be a fantastic choice for, for this episode Before we dive into some of the nitty gritty Bryce, give me some of your kind of surface level thoughts on uh, Metroid Dread and what you thought
1: um, it's easily been the most interested I've been in a Metroid game uh, within the 2D spectrum of the series. Yeah. Um, which, uh, you know, that says a lot, but I think like a lot of it comes down to like its fluidity and just, you know, how smooth it feels yep. as a game. Um, obviously, going back to older Metroids, it all feels a little bit dated. And it's quite obvious that, you know, like between what was it, 19 years worth of time or Ooh, something, yeah, that this has long sort time. of been. It's been a long time, so it is. It is like you know. Obviously, these advancements should be made with with the game, right? Like you you would think so, um, but they are like the perfect advance the perfect advancements for the series in general. Personally, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah no, I'm I'm really happy with it. Like I've 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 probably played more 2D Metroid than I have the Prime titles. Still mm-hmm. enjoyed a bit of both over over the journey, and certainly I uh, want to write the shit when it comes to some of the primes before prime four comes out in 2030 or some shit but um (laughs) but i love i love dread and i mean people have already heard me on the player two platforms already bang on about a little bit i've got the review there i've got player two plays i've got i think i've discussed it on patched already as well but um this is certainly where i want to gush about it the most because the the game is exceptional Um, it is yeah like there's there's tiny little nitpicks and we'll, we'll get to those i'm sure but like on a totally surface level the game is incredible it, we've waited a long long time for this we've obviously heard about Dread itself for a long long time, the teasers within the Prime titles, not to mention you'd hear little bits and pieces and you'd get updates and it seems like it's close and then all of a sudden it's uh, scrapped and back to square one and all those sorts of things that you know wasn't going to be any good for the DS I think the original story was like, um, yes, the yeah, DS yeah. basically wasn't capable of running or achieving the, the dream that they had for the game so I'm glad to see that it finally actually happened. I think most people mm. had given up. I assume had you had you given up? Like, do you think we we're ever going to see a dread?
1: Well, the thing is, is like especially with two D Metroid, I just didn't know how it was sort of going to fit in today's landscape of, I guess, shooters in general. Like, you know, obviously, obviously, it's a bit different comparing Prime to two D Metroid. But yep. I feel like, you know, even when we were teenagers, like sort of at that point, like everything had just shifted over to like first person shooter for anything oh, yeah. that involved a gun. Halo
0: Halo had changed everything.
1: Yeah, that's exactly right. So like, you know, with the 2D Metroid and the fact that Prime existed, like it sort of just felt like that was just a natural progression point for the series, regardless of what happened. So, you know, with dread being nineteen years in the past to conception, it is sort of amazing that it is it is here in twenty twenty one, honestly.
0: Yeah, I mean it's it's probably been i never quite ruled it out especially as metroidvania started to really come back again obviously we've seen the likes of hollow yeah, knight and true, those sort yeah. of titles over the journey you and you know even castlevania's made some little attempts recently admittedly some of them are mobile titles but we've seen been remasters as well popping up like the 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 creators the you know on the nintendo and the konami side uh, seem to be showing some sort of propensity to dip their toes back in obviously we saw samus returns the other day so i hadn't given up hope altogether that we'd see a new Metroid game, I didn't think it would be Dread. I, I genuinely thought, okay, like, that was that was an idea that we wanted, we can't fulfill it and we'll just never come back to it, but I'm thrilled that it's here and it's worked out pretty well. So, yeah. we've, we've danced around it a fair bit. Um, I think the, the Dread component really kind of stems from what they were trying to achieve with the Emmy. What did you mm-hmm. think of the Emmy?
1: Um, It was a good little breakup, and, like, to be honest, I find that there's a lot of people that are sort of, like, neither here nor there about them, yeah. Um. You know, some people find the find the enemy sections too invasive or whatever. I think I think that mainly comes down to how people find difficulty in in coming up against them. Yeah, um, and even questions
0: with stealth as a system well, pl- mechanic as well.
1: That's it. But like you know, I think I think most of the Emmy at the very least, like you can you can outrun them, um, yeah. except for you know, fast boy who you know just yeah, lasers across just, the screen at you. Yeah. That- yeah
0: the fear of God went through me when he took off the first time.
1: You can't run from him. (laughs) Um, uh, But overall, like I didn't have that much difficulty and because it's sort of very quickly sort of drags you in and out of the sections, like with the loading times and stuff like that included, like it, it doesn't feel like much of a hindrance. It's kind of just like, Oh, well shit, go back in there and try again. And what I hadn't realized is that there is two possible evade points during those Emmy, uh, Emmy bits. I did not realize that like, going yeah, through it initially I, I did
0: initially I reckon the first hour or two I thought it's one shot and then that's it and then all of a sudden I don't know maybe it's just fuck they've caught me that's it I give up <laughs> mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden yeah. I noticed there was a second I'm like oh hang on I've got a second shot of this and I started to you know have a crack at it miss the first time get it the second time or whatever obviously, yeah. they, obviously they really emphasise that the your odds of survival when you take on an Emmy are unbelievably low but I certainly felt like after a while I was really getting the hang of it and I could I'm not going to go as far as say all the time but Maybe fifty-fifty. I I'd, yeah, I'd, yeah. I'd be able to get some sort of a counter in there and and break away from it, which was which was always nice. And then certainly, once you kind of understood what they were about, and obviously there's there's old fast boy, um, but mm-hmm. once once you start to get a bit of a head around what they were doing, and there were some environmental things that try and trip you up, you know, water, for example, that would slow things down and and throw a real oh my god, the water! You.
1: Don't even remind me. Yeah. <laughs> That before the gravity suit was painful.
0: It was painful. And they really, I mean, yeah, we might potentially talk about that in more detail, but they really dragged that out to like the time it took to get the gravity suit. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Once you kind of understood what they're about, how they typically moved, you tended to be able to find ways to evade them fairly easily, regardless of what extra little skills they might have had or the fact that they could, you know, sense you through the walls or any of those sorts of things. Like,
1: yeah,
0: you'd work out how to evade them even uh, fairly well. And even in areas that you're unfamiliar with, you might have got yourself into a corner. You usually could find a way to get yourself out of that pinch, lure it one mm-hmm. way, and then quickly shoot yourself up here to this sticky substance on the roof that, let, you know, get there, swing across, jump, and then you've, you've gotten behind it and you run off again. Um, yep. th- there were always ways around it. It's just at first it did seem like a mountain to climb. That was my first thing. And I guess, you know, you were dreading them for a long time.
1: Well, that's right, yeah. So, and I mean, like... The th- the thing is as well is uh the ability to hold on to that invisibility with the uh the cloak as well. Oh yeah. I yeah, think I think I think that was like a very important thing to utilize that a lot of people didn't really want to because when it started chewing into health, like you start to panic, panic, like, oh crap. Yeah. And I mean that's that's kind of the main point of it, right? Is that it's it's meant to feel, it's meant to feel like jesus i'm going to make a sacrifice here that's probably going to take a risk yeah. um, but if you could pull it off like it it was 100% beneficial to you because getting that cloak off and then you know you could use uh, the grapple hook to swing to a wall or whatever uh, and sort of get out of the line of sight it would ultimately save you it might chunk a bit of your health but at least you're out of out of the way of something that can kill you in one hit like that is yeah. that is it
0: mm. I, I didn't I didn't use it as much as I probably should have to, to that to that point and that particular circumstance. I didn't use it as much as I should have. I, I think I mostly just backed myself in to outrun you rather than uh, evade yeah. you, rather than necessarily hide. Um, but you know, seeing little bits and pieces on YouTube afterwards, like oh, there's a little hole there that you could just you know with a missile blast that one. Okay, and then I could hide in that or like there were opportunities that I could have taken that I didn't um, because of just how I how i responded to the the fear and the dread was uh clearly a a flight thing rather than take a bit of comp- uh, apply a bit of composure and find a find a way to exploit the situation so i guess yeah. everyone has their own tactics and that that is the beauty of them is it still works regardless of which way you decide to approach it um there's inherent risks to both and mm-hmm. that's i think good for for every every kind of player
1: yeah what, absolutely, what about yeah, the, yeah.
0: The, the the more standard moment to moment stuff so outside of the emmy things and the, the standard metroidvania quote-unquote standard the standard metroidvania affair navigating the world and samus's t- uh, toolkit that she's got you happy with uh, the way they doled everything out what they made available to you at the pace and how that all kind of connected
1: yeah i think so um i feel like the basic tools that samus has so stuff like obviously your missiles and uh, your charge beam and stuff like that i think functionally uh, it all did a bit better of a job as it did in previous titles. Obviously, I feel like there's a lot more missile tanks in this game to start off yeah. with, like that are easily accessible, um, which is obviously a huge, like a huge thing, right? Um, with it saying even at the start of the game, it's the second tutorial you encounter. It's you know fire missiles or fire fire at the walls, you know, everywhere. You never know what you're going to find. Um, so, like the moment to moment, you're pretty much always finding something if you're just firing. And yeah. like missiles, missiles aren't exactly hard to come by, like to come by to restock either. Um, I've like countering enemies and stuff like that just to just to get health and missiles back was just sort of one of those things. Uh, yeah. You would walk into a room, counter an enemy, get your missiles back, shoot around the room, and then sort of just keep moving on and doing that. Um, and I think like at the start, it was it definitely felt like damn it, like I could see a missile tank there. I don't know how the hell to get it, and like you know you're gonna have to go back there later. Um, but I think once you've sort of mapped that out and you start picking up abilities and stuff like that, and that map becomes like more open to you in general... Oh, yeah. Yeah, it definitely just makes the experience feel 100% better, which, I mean, it is perfect for a Metroid game when you think about it, because generally they are short experiences elongated by the gating of their mechanics. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, mm. yeah, I'd agree. And I mean, I found they did a really good job in terms of that world design and how everything connected up, because... Like, it's pretty... There's still a lot of tanks out there. As much as they throw a fair few of them at you early to kind of get you going, there's still a lot out there to find. And we were talking just before the recording about our completion rates, and I think I finished the game with about 36% completion. Like, I really didn't get a lot of what was there. I mean, ultimately, just a smidge over a third of what was available in the game, and that obviously includes missile tanks as well. But the thing that I was really impressed by was that as as I was finding myself just through the the actual progression of the game and the story and what I needed to do to progress there, it was doing a great job of forcing you back into areas that you'd already been to. And so maybe yeah. that tank that you'd seen before and you gone, oh, I'll get to that later, it actually forced you to get at least fairly close to that you'd see it again. You're like, oh, but now I can do that. So you weren't having to totally rack your brain. There, there certainly are a few that, the I mean, they can't force you to go back through every region you've been through before. That's, that's kind of bad design. And um, the reuse of assets like that is... Get to frustrate players, but um, there was enough of those sections they put you back through. Like, oh, hang on, that one. Now I can swing over to that because I can use my grapple or I, you know morph ball or whatever the case happens to be. They mm. they gave you just enough that I guess ensured that when you got to the very end, you had at least enough to do the job.
1: Yeah, admittedly, yeah. It was still,
0: <laughs> admittedly, at the end. I don't know about you, and we will probably get to that. The final boss encounter um, still wasn't easy, regardless. No. But. Yeah. They, they ensured you had enough to get through especially once you worked out how to beat it it actually wasn't too bad um but yeah
1: so on, to, on top of your completion percentage what was your time
0: Nine and a half.
1: yeah so so, I, so I, my I I
0: absolutely played more like longer than that it's you know, i guess you know deaths and those yeah. sort of things they've not counted oh, the yeah, time yeah. Or whatever the case happens to be so it's it's certainly not yeah. a true nine and a half but yeah
1: yeah it, it doesn't count things like menu opens and stuff like that as well. Yeah. You know, it, it is it is sort of what it is. Um, mine oh, was eight thing. and a half. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's right. Um, mine was eight and a half at about, in the 40 percents. Um, Look at there's... how you you are. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I just no, no, shot no, a lot of things. <laughs> um, the thing is, is like there was a lot of things that, uh, you know, I found that I could cheese earlier on too, like uh, just by figuring out little technical things. like, there was a few super bombs, for example, super bomb tanks, or I suppose it's probably the best thing to call them, uh, that you could get on within like the first thirty minutes of the game. Yeah. Uh, just by using your uh, phase dash, like, like really appropriately. Um, I think, like, I think you're one hundred percent right about you know with the way it handles backtracking and the way it sort of points you towards those little things. I think, like, it does it brilliantly as well. Uh, brilliantly, uh, yeah, Jesus, brilliantly, but. The other thing that I do appreciate is that there is there is those little me- uh, mechanical prowess sort of puzzles uh, that utilize stuff like shine sparking, like, really, 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 really well. Um, you know, having to really sort of set yourself up for, I guess, almost a speedrunner mindset in, like, being perfect in your execution um, but it does actually sort of not only give you sort of the better rewards like ten plus missile tanks or full energy tanks and stuff like that, but it also prepares you uh, for later on for tighter jump like jump yeah. control and stuff like that as well, which is great. You know that is something that you really need to be aware of in Metroid because it's going to kick your butt for a little while. Obviously, when you start, yeah, and again, um,
0: talking back to that final boss, like it forces your hand in a few instances of. of mm-hmm few moves that it uses specifically require some pretty precision jumping or whatever the case happens to be to evade certain certain attacks or i guess maybe you know some variance depending on your strategy of course but um like they, they are upskilling you smartly along the way and the and the bar is kind of low early but it just gradually builds and builds and builds to ensure that you're at a point that you're good to go when it counts
1: yeah that's exactly right yeah and I mean like that that is sort of the beauty of it and I think it does it extremely well uh probably better than most Metroid games I've played yeah um it does it does definitely do a lot of self-teaching throughout the journey which is 100% what it needs to do uh especially for a Metroid in 2021 where again you know 19 years ago was the last game and a lot of people coming into the series now um I feel like there's a lot more people coming into the series now thanks to Smash Bros. If anything, for obvious reasons, yeah. with Samus being like you know whatever. Um, but outside of that, also is like with Samus Returns being on the uh, the dead end life of the 3ds. Not many people picked that up, you know. Which is obviously um, a
0: shame because it was brilliant.
1: Yeah, that's brilliant right. Yeah, yeah, no, of and one of
0: the one of the weaker games in the franchise, and they did a really good job of remaking it.
1: Yeah, that's right. And I mean, there was a whole, <laughs> there was a whole fiasco of them, uh, you know, pulling down A to mr and all that. Yeah, Uh, am r yeah i remember remember
0: that story because i think i yeah yeah i was all across Mm -hmm. that at the
1: time yeah yeah um but uh yeah there's sort of there's sort of that just like we're sort of in the middle of the switch's life it is the next big game and push forward for a series like on the ends of stuff like breath of the wild or odyssey for example so Uh, with all these people sort of picking it up now, it definitely... I'm pretty sure it sold quite well even within its first week beating Fusion. I think it beat Fusion. Yeah, Yeah.
0: I saw a report. I think it was specifically just the UK at the time because the timing of other regions wasn't out there and it it was already close to lifetime sales of something like Fusion in... In that particular part of the world, so that, that like that's mm. a really awesome sign, and it, it is something that we've obviously seen a lot with games on the Switch so far. Um, whether it's whether it's yeah. Zelda or Animal Crossing or whatever the case happens to be. Now this isn't going to do Animal Crossing or Zelda numbers for sure, but we are seeing that that Switch bump in terms of the sales, and it, it's fantastic because this is a franchise that, despite its quality, for the longest time has not gotten the love that it's deserved, and it's starting to get there. And I think I think the reasons you cited are right, and I do think as I kind of highlighted early on the, the whole Metroidvania thing and the, the Hollow Knights and the like of the world that have surfaced the the fact that that phrase now is it's not just a the hardcore crowd who've played Metroid and Castlevania over the years that, that kind of know what it's about a lot of more people know what it's about because of their introduction to it via um, a Hollow Knight or something else of that sort of nature the people going yeah. oh Metroid that's, that's one half of the Metroidvania thing let's try it out and you know I mean everyone has a switch um, at this point I don't, don't think there's anyone left on the planet that doesn't the way they're selling um, so it only bodes really well and this this could be the one that's the breakout you pair that hopefully with Prime 4 whenever it comes out and things could be looking really really good for the franchise in terms of just recognition going forward and when you get some excellent titles like this I'm stoked like I can't wait yeah. to see what well, the the credits kind of indicate what Mercury Steam might be doing next, uh, or post credits, I should say, are indicating what they're they're going to be doing next. But um, I can't wait to play Zero Mission again. <laughs> I put I put the I put the news article up the moment the game came out, so there's there's no shying from that. Um, <laughs> no one else seems to seem to have really reported on that very much. But anyway,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, um... Yeah. I do think I do I do think you're right. I think like this is this is sort of pushing on for the series in such it's a positive irony. way, yeah. And um, Metroid Prime Four is obviously going to be the thing that I guess finalizes the future of it in some ways. Um, obviously, I think this is going. This will sell like hotcakes. Probably be one of the best-selling Metroids in the series, if not the best-selling the best. Metroid in the series yeah. so far. But you know, with Metroid Prime Four happening as well, like we we talk a lot about it, uh, a lot about it on the House of Mario. But it has the potential to become um, Nintendo's first-person shooter, right? Yeah. Uh, Nintendo's got like a hand in every bucket, but first-person shooter is something that they they can never really get a grasp on, uh, except for Metroid Prime. And, and they had
0: it, and they kind of let it slip for a while there too.
1: That's right, yeah. And, and like, like, you slipped.
0: know. They went off and did Donkey Kong and they were excellent titles, but mm-hmm, there was an mm-hmm. opportunity to build on that and they didn't.
1: Yeah, that's right. And, you know, with with sort of uh, things the way they were in Metroid Prime 2, uh, Echoes, like, they had, like, a sort of like a scuffed multiplayer almost, yep. and then. Um, with Metroid Prime Hunters on the DS, that multiplayer was actually pretty solid. I played a hell of a lot of that multiplayer. Oh, yeah. Um, And it would be really nice to sort of see Nintendo sort of take flag with Metroid, give it those little things it needs uh, doing, obviously give it the campaign it needs, which uh, I'm sure it'll get just fine. Metroid Primes are very much look around the place and scan the things to get some lore and you know sort of things and that's fine that's all it really needs to be but I do hope that they can also sort of uh, factor in multiplayer as well and become uh, and make it become Nintendo's prime first person yeah Yeah. well that's right because it's as old as Zelda and Mario but it's it's never had the same recognition and I think like it has 100% the potential to I think they just really need to hit that bump yeah
0: yeah I mean They've got an opportunity there. Um, will, it, will it be a Halo or Call of Duty? Of course not. No. But it doesn't no. need to be either.
1: Um,
0: no. But the the Nintendo market has matured a lot over the years and there's there's opportunities for this sort of thing. So so hopefully they can mm-hmm. cash in on that. Um, we've discussed the moment to moment. We've discussed the Emmy. Uh, we, we won't wade too deeply into kind of story and those sort of things. We're not, we're not trying to spo- uh, produce a spoiler cast here with this particular one. So uh, are there any other aspects that you really wanted to shout out that uh, from your time with it,
1: uh, I think I think the actual design of bosses, in terms of, I guess, repetitive learning, was pretty good. Like yeah. overall, I feel like like I definitely died a few times playing uh, Dread. There's no question about that, yeah. and a lot of them were during bosses, right? And I never felt like anything was unfair or bullshit or you know was against something that I could avoid there was always something I could avoid or I was just doing wrong
0: well they trying to tell you that like every move is like every time you die there's the load screen like every attack is avoidable or dodgeable or whatever their language is like okay stop reminding me you're making me feel worse about this
1: (laughs) Mm, yeah that's right but like that that geared me up and like uh, you know by the time I got to that final boss there's sort of a lot of people that were that were like oh it's really hard and stuff like that and you know there's uh there was the info going around that there was like the boss has the same amount of HP that it does in harder uh, difficulties, for example. And is, they're just like, you know, they really want that boss to kick your ass. But the reason they want it to kick your ass is because you were supposed to learn like all, yeah. all the way throughout. And the boss design, like, it, it really did do it quite well, um, which, uh, yeah, I'm pretty happy for. And I think, like, a lot of the boss moments, while the encounters probably weren't as. Flashy as they could have been, and some were definitely treated better than others. Oh, for sure. Um, they, yeah, it, it still definitely felt satisfying, and you got you you got a nice little payoff with a nice little cutscene of Samus doing something badass, and, and you know that was that was definitely yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. She looked real cool when she was doing some of those moves. She also looked great during some of the, and this is a slightly negative note here. She also looked great just even during some of the loading things when you're you know getting on the one of the rail things and transporting yeah. elsewhere, and then the slowdown a kicking, like oh. Oh, that's okay.
1: <laughs> yeah. Because they make it look very atmospheric, and you're like, "Oh, that's real nice." And then yeah, all of a sudden, it, it, does it. The
0: frame rate takes a dip. i like, "Oh no!" no. Yeah, you're
1: like,
0: Damn Admitally, it! <laughs> admittedly, it's like you're just watching her kind of standing still as you, as light kind of flickers past. But it's a bit of a shame. Like it's a, it's a dampener. Um, yeah. But I mean, there's there's really not that much to fault about the game. I, I agree completely when it comes to the bosses. There was nothing unfair about them at all. Um, <laughs> there was a learning curve. You had to understand the pattern and then adapt yep. to it and that did extend to the final boss where it's got three stages and I mean a fourth kind of um, but like the three main stages you got to deal with there and it is you, you've just got to learn learn how mm. it moves learn what it does learn how you need to respond and once you do it's pretty straightforward it's not mm. super challenging um, and like I remember I was talking to uh, Daniel Vooks so he runs uh, runs Vooks another, another local outlet for anyone Overseas, it's not necessarily familiar. They do some awesome Nintendo stuff, so go check that out as well. But we were chatting. We both had we both had early access review code, and and we're kind of step by step. Like he, he, you know, time zones. He's on the other side of Australia, so sometimes he'd get a few hours ahead of me, and then then my nighttime would kick in, and I'd catch up, and then I'd push on ahead, and we'd be back and forth. But he he had an in like he I I don't want to get it incorrect, but I think there was like a broken bone or something in his hand going into it. So he was start he was laboring a little bit with some of these more intense (laughs) encounters towards the end. And so I started powering on ahead and getting to the point where I had the final boss there. And he just realized like, I don't think I'm gonna be able to do this. Like, so he was living vicariously through me at this point. And we're bouncing back and forth in Twitter DMs like, okay, I've worked out how to beat the do the first phase. Now I've just got to execute. Great, did it. And you know, like an, a half an hour later when I finally actually managed to execute consistently on what I was trying to do. Shit, there's another phase. Let's go again. Um, <laughs> finally get my head around it. But it was like bit by bit. And like, if I was to, I should just scroll back through that conversation at some point now. And like I just see over the course of a few hours, because I died a lot. Like most bosses I handled okay. That last one, it just took me a long time. Not because I couldn't work it out, i just couldn't execute consistently but just looking back through it like okay you know got, okay i've worked it out damn another one no barrier, barrier barrier got it okay and then eventually like that when you're doing when you're getting to that third phase and you're trying to trying to get through you're knocking through the first and the second really easily
1: mm, yeah, it shows that's that it's designed
0: right. really well it's just like learn how to do it you you counter you'll evade you'll, you'll you know, whatever it is it works it works a treat and so, eventually, it's just a matter of you know a little bit of luck as well. You don't want to take some cheap hits and those sort of things. But no. yeah. um, once you get there, you're good. So I think it was I think it was superbly de- designed that whole section and everything fed to that moment. It worked a treat. Without spoiling story, what do you think about it? Are you satisfied? Oh, with
1: you? yeah, I'm. I'm pretty satisfied. Like in terms of lore, like I said before, Metroid is you know in prime prime not being canon like you know that is sort of all left to lore uh you get a lot of text-based stuff in most metroid games to sort of explain where samus is at or whatever um but you know being somebody that hasn't beaten every metroid in fact hasn't hasn't completed most metroids and only played them but knows all the lore uh and sort of read through the manga um that is is available, but not you know. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's yeah. it's sort of it's old at this point. Um, I enjoyed how it sort of come come to the conclusion that it did for the game, at least at the very least. Um, it was definitely uh, a bit of a surprise, I guess. Overall, oh, it was a good riveted. turnaround. Yeah, yeah,
0: absolutely
1: it, riveted. It, it invested like it it really invested some. Amazing moments, right, right in there to sort of capture the player, especially for the longtime Metroid fan that's been waiting for this. Yeah. You know, um, a lot of people are sort of calling this the end. I'm not sure if it. If, I'm not sure if it ever could be the end. No. I think like it, it could definitely go on from here, absolutely. But the information it provided is more information than they've provided in a very long time about Metroid uh, and Samus herself. So. It, um yeah, it definitely blew me away anyway, and like all the way up until that final encounter, like, you know, I was wondering and wondering and wondering and just getting that payoff like right at the end was That's yeah, it, super payoff.
0: Awesome. You nailed it there, I had it in my head that I was gonna talk about it afterwards. It's all payoff. Like it That's right. Everything has led to this moment and it paid off. And I'm so stoked about that. Mm-hmm. Bryce, before we wrap things up, any final thoughts about the game at all?
1: Um I guess I just want to put its praises out there and say that it's definitely one of the tighter Metroid experiences I've ever played in my life. Yep. Um, I'm very likely to go back to it because of how seamlessly and simple it plays. And, you know, I've, I've come through it. I've I've been through all the deaths I have. God knows how many there were. Um, but it was definitely, you know, not an unfair experience. It was very calculated, very well thought out. Um, I know when I was being stupid, I knew when I could get away with things, you know. And I think that's that's what made it really special. Um, obviously, now that it's sort of in the place it is, the full 360 degree movement in order to target and stuff like that, as opposed to old Metroid having yeah. like a sort of, you know, eight prong aiming system. Yeah. Um, I like that you know.
0: 360. It's, it's nice. It's just nice to see that development.
1: Yeah, that's right. It's, uh, and it makes all the difference because, you know, it means enemies can have a lot of minor adjustments and stuff like that and they could be more difficult. And I think that sort of leans in very well. Um, I see myself... Uh, I, I've really got to go back 100% the file that I've got, and I will, uh, but after that, I'm really tempted to aim for those fast completions because it does... Like Super Metroid has been the premier game uh, for speedrunners at AGDQ like every year yeah. and stuff like that. It's always the last game they play. In the same way that that game has always been the speedrunners game, uh, this game is very much leaning into that, and like it, it feels fun to play fast. Yeah. So... I definitely, I definitely want to jump straight back into it asap, and I think Mercury Steam, they, I think they nailed it, man. I like it personally. That is just where I'm at. I, I, don't think I've played a better Metro, a 2D Metroid, anyway. Yeah,
0: yeah, wholeheartedly agree. Outside of Mercury Steam, recognize your developers properly.
1: That too, yeah. That's don't the only thing asshole. that pisses me off. That's right. Um, yeah,
0: but yeah, outside of that, I mirror everything you said. It's just everything has been. Planned out and executed so well. Obviously, you know, with it's not all Mercury Steam on their own cons- consultation from Nintendo throughout. No doubt, they're they're careful about their babies. They they look after them. But yeah, they've 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 hit this one out of the park, and I, I'm just again payoff payoffs. What we're talking about, like it's it's been nearly yeah. twenty years since the last 2D. We've obviously seen some 3D entries, but it's been a long, long time, and they it, it paid off. So I'm I'm thrilled. Bryce, as yeah. I mentioned before, House of Mario. For anyone who's unfamiliar where should people be going to catch up with the show and obviously for yourself, social media wise
1: uh, you can find us on all major podcast services uh, under the House of Mario name you can find us on uh, Twitter as well at the House of Mario if you really want to find us on Facebook where we never post you can find us there as well um, but uh, yeah, then apart from that you can find me at IV Refn Plus on Twitter which uh, yeah, if you want to talk more about Metro Dread I'm definitely more than happy to do that well,
0: Final Fantasy 14, lots of talk about that too
1: oh yeah yeah lots of fun fantasy 14 if you need any help getting into that game i've been playing that for eight years so come on, come on board come on board the water's fine
0: yeah i'll, mm. I'll be there soon enough good paul James <laughs> games for me as well the website is player 2 au thank you bryce again so much for for coming along and joining me in this conversation metroid dread is i think one of for both of us one certainly one of our top games of the year i think i could probably speak for you there um yep. i am so happy with how this has worked out and Thank you to Nintendo for providing a copy of the game. In our case, for access there, I'm stoked to be able to play it. So,
1: Thanks for having me on, man. I've uh, really appreciated the chat about it, uh, it's, especially it's... since we got a while before we talk about ours because Drew's going to get through it.
0: <laughs> yeah, and he's, he's as we said, like you're the better half. He's no good at games, so like, it's, it's going to
1: take him a while. <laughs> uh, he'll love that comment. Yeah.
0: Thanks a lot for watching, everyone, or listening on Podcast Services. Uh, make sure to do all the subscribes and all those sort of things on all the relevant feeds Uh, thanks a lot and we'll see you later
1: ciao